there, everyone out there in podcast land. Welcome to the Adam Jones Podcast. I'm Jerry Coleman. He, of course, over there is, I got it right, Adam Jones, the former five-time All-Star Gold Glove winner, Oriole legend, joining us here once again. Well, it's his podcast. Why wouldn't he be here? Today in episode number 19, we will be joined by Oriole center fielder Cedric Mullins. Looking forward to catching up with the O center fielder. Adam and I are going to discuss all the movement changes when it comes to stadiums and arenas, it's hard to keep track these days. Crypto has a lot to do with that. Adam's going to have a rant about fake memorabilia out there. Buyer beware, especially for those game-used Adam Jones bats. And stay tuned. We've got a big-time giveaway for one lucky contest winner, one that rated our podcast five stars. That's all you have to do. And wait till you see what this person's going to get. Compliments of our friends over at the Iron Rooster. Adam is leaving for Florida, or he may be there. He may not be there. Where in the world is Adam Jones? But uh, I'm sure it's per- purely coincidental that uh, <laughs> I do know the day that you're leaving, March 6th, is the day I'm arriving in Sarasota. So what's up with that, man? You avoiding me? Everything is calculated that I do there, Gerald, okay? Everything is calculated. It's Jerry. It's Jerry. Oh, Jerry. Oh, yeah, Jerry, Jerry, Jerry. Everything's calculated. So, uh no, but it's scheduled as I work. My son needs me back for his birthday. So, you know, I'm going to be sitting floor seats right. at the FC Barcelona game. Family first. Family yeah. first. Number if you one. want to play that card instead of soccer, <laughs> I'll go with that. All right. Speaking of Sarasota, my future home probably, although my father doesn't know it yet. Let's head to Oriole Spring Training and catch up with their star center fielder. He is Cedric Mullins before he jets off to represent the U.S., in the World Baseball Classic, said, appreciate the time. Uh, he'll be joining us monthly, by the way, or at least bi-monthly. He just doesn't know that just yet. <laughs> we, uh, we signed an unofficial contract. Maybe every, maybe every other month in the season. So, Cedric, I, I want to know this. I'm going to start off this way. Do you still have the torch that Adam Jones passed to you many years ago? Is that somewhere, you know, sitting in a, in a, in a basement somewhere? Or did you just throw it in the recycle bin? Nah, I bring it with me everywhere I go. Um, up in center, you know, so everyone can see it. You know, one of my one of my trophies. But uh, no, nah, for sure, it's uh, it's something that like the stuff that he talked to me just in that short amount of time. I preach to guys every day. But just make sure you get your stuff done, uh, lock it in when you need to. And shoot, my goal of spring training is for no one to beat me at the field. That's something he was I could not do. It didn't matter what time I woke up. I tried. I was there at 5.30. He was there at 5. I was like, oh, yeah, I gave him my best effort, but could not do it. So what time are you getting there now? Uh, Well, I'm getting kind of lucky because some of the guys like to show up around 6.45, so 6.30 is the perfect mark. <laughs> Blackers. <laughs> oh, us. man, I'd be, I'd be already three workouts in, <laughs> lathered up, ready to go. That's the practice. I'd be ready. I don't even want to practice. Oh, yeah. I'm already done. Yeah, I'm going to ask you about the leadership role. Um. Obviously now it's a new it's, it's a new day. Um, the last couple of years you was rebuilding. Um, you were the forefront of it. You Mancini, Mancini's gone. You're the, the longest tenured. So obviously, I want to ask about leadership roles because I was a leader. I passed the torch down to you. You're the longest tenured guy. Um, you're you're not through a rebuild anymore. The rebuild is done. You guys is ready to kick some ass. That's true. That's a statement that I stand by firmly. I said that. I'll stab that. Y'all ready to kick some ass. So as you spearheading this, how's the attitude and with teaching these young guys, like, you know, look at 
we ain't afraid. We coming for him. We coming for the East. We coming for these guys. How are you taking this leadership role? It's like, look at, we got to post up. We got to be ready. We have to take care of ourselves because it, these other teams is going to do that. How 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 is that? How's taking that leadership role? Because you're a leader. You always been one. Ever since I met you, you 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 ain't afraid to talk. So how is it now when it's really all on you? Yeah, um, I think based off of last year, really uh, helped guys understand, you know, what it takes to really get to where we want to be, the playoffs, you know, deep in the playoffs, the World Series, and just to have that experience under the belt early and to come into spring training knowing what the expectations are for ourselves, you know, minus the outside factors, fans, press, whatever the case, it's just knowing that we want that for ourselves now. You know, it's not a matter of, you know, looking for the guys that, you know, could possibly be those guys. We, we have those guys, and it's a matter of, going out there and like you said, we're ready to kick some ass and got to keep that mentality. Also, over the last couple summers, I mean, you've, you've been linked to trades. You know what I mean? Especially because going through a rebuild, you had, I mean, I'm just an unbelievable 30-30 you know, year. That's the first story of center fielder to ever had that. I had some good years. I ain't never done nothing like that. I've robbed a couple home runs. I ain't never done what you've done. Um, how is that now? It's like you went from, well, okay, we're going to trade you. We might have you because obviously you created so much value for yourself and you still have it. How is it now to where it's like, you're a center fielder. Obviously there's some other people trying to catch you just like you were trying to come up on my tail. But how is that when like, you know, I, I'm the center fielder. Like I'm center fielder here. How is that when it's like, you know, I'm a little more cemented. Yeah, it definitely feels good, you know, uh, to have the trust from the organization to, like you said, take on that leadership role for, you know, what we're trying to show for the next five plus years. Um, you know, it, it definitely comes with its pressures, but, you know, like you said, to, to kind of feel like I'm cemented, that I've grown as a player, as a person, uh, to, you know, be ready for the moment that's presented itself, uh, you know, being the, being the lead guy, the guy that leads off, the guy that makes things happen early for, to, to help us be successful. Uh, you know, it's a great opportunity, and I just want to be able to take advantage. As far as the rule changes go, they have been much discussed. You've had a chance to participate in a bunch of spring training games as you get set to leave for the World Baseball Classic. So they're trying to get you in as much as possible. Uh, early impressions on the uh, changes. Does the game seem quicker right now? Has it gone the way you anticipated? Or is there going to be a long adjustment period in your mindset? Uh, I think it'll take a couple of weeks to truly adjust, but I mean, today was my second game and it felt way easier. Like I, I know the first game I, I saw three pitches in literally 20 seconds. Like it was, do you like that? Ace. That, that threw me off for a little bit, but I learned how to kind of time myself getting in the box, you know, using my time out properly, you know, in a, in a good situation. I was able to do that today. I uh, felt a little rushed. I was like, Hey, can I get that time? He was like, yeah. Okay. So I was able to, um, and then ended with a good result. You know, it was a perfectly called timeout. Was able to kind of decompress a little bit, get back in the box and make things happen. Uh, but I think overall, there might be some tweaks in the future with it. I don't know exactly what. I think for sure it, you know, quicker games help to quicker recovery times. And it's just one of those things that, you know, as a whole throughout a whole season, I think it helped out a lot. So to follow up with that, Leading off, I've led off a lot in my career. It's crazy. I think I, that's probably the spot where I had the most at-bats. Manny hated leading off. So. <laughs> hated. 
So being a center fielder, which it sucks, because you have to sprint in. You got to get in there. And again, making catches at the wall, the wall don't care. The clock don't care about where you caught the ball. You know what I mean? So I used to like yeah, bait it. Yeah. Like if I knew it was a right fielder's ball, I'd be like, okay, he's he got to have that. And already, you know, zoom in, knowing that he better have that. Like, how is that? What's the time like? Because it used to be 215. Is it still 215? Yeah, it's still, still 215. Yeah, it's still 215. Uh, hard to tell when they started exactly. It looked like today they started when the pitcher was about to cross the line uh, coming off the field, which was weird. But I think the owls made it first. So, I mean, just kind of time. Okay. Okay. But, uh, yeah, I've had compromises with, you know, some of the coaches, some of the players, like starting pitchers that aren't going to be playing that day. I said, hey, I'm, I'm going to need your help. Like, all my stuff's going to be at the end of the dugout. Can you have it up at the top step so I can just grab it and walk yeah. straight to the on-deck circle? And that's been working out really well. I've had uh, today probably – I had three at-bats, probably average 50 seconds left getting to the on-deck circle. What if you catch a ball way out in the gap or something, you lean off the next inning, you're like, hey, I need you to come out to shortstop, and I need you to dap me up instead of the dugout. I need you to dap me up like at second base or something like that to start this clock a little bit different. What if that is the rule? So I need you to go out the next few days, and I need you to pay attention to that. Mm-hmm. As a, pay attention to if it's a ground ball to shortstop when the clock starts. When it's yeah. a fly ball to left field, when the clock starts to fly ball any time, but pay attention to the pitcher crossing the line because if you get onto something, you better tell every damn pitcher in your dugout and your clubhouse <laughs> to be like, "Hey, look it, nah, I just caught this ball. I dove my ribs uh-huh. hurt a little bit. Let me catch my wind. You better not be in that dugout slamming your glove because you just nah, uh, uh-uh, uh, 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 meet me at second base, brother. Pick me up, carry me the rest of the way." If I'm accurate with that guess, nah, you're 100% right. I'm like, look, I just chased down this ball. Ain't no telling how far it was. But I'm going to need you to look out for me a little bit because especially if I got to lead off. Ooh, exactly. You know, if I if I don't have to lead off, hey, do your thing. I'll give me my water. You know, we'll chill, dab each other up. But if I got to lead off that next inning, yeah, man. I'm, I'm going to need you just to help me out a little bit. That's what I'm then we, hey, that needs to be an outfield meeting. When the pitchers had a meeting, you'd be like, hey, look at man. It's been a tough week. It's hot. I need I'm leading <laughs> off. I, I need I need a I need a blow, man. Jay, take relax. Don't get to the dugout so quickly. I know you hot too. So you need to get so quickly. They rush right. to get underneath. I'm gonna let them Wait, know. Like, I you know I love too. y'all, right? I'm out here, I'm out here making these plays. <laughs> I need y'all, I need y'all to love me back just a little bit. Just a little bit. But yeah, that, that's it'll be all right. We'll be all right. 100 percent Pay attention to that. Right. Well, I know you're gonna be wearing the if there is one or you create one, a stolen base chain. I don't know if that's necessary, <laughs> but is is the home run chain coming back for another season, Cedric? I think the home run chain is coming back. I've had talks about making it like an, an actual chain, chain link. I don't know, you know, safety precautions with tossing it around and whatnot, but you know, we, we have the we had the plastic one. We used it a fair amount, so it was falling apart. We need something a little more sturdy. Hey, hey, as somebody who got banned for smacking the hell out of people with pies, who's just a simple pie, <laughs> don't go to metal. Stick with the plastic. Just get a couple of them and just reuse them because it's, it's, it's cheaper and you ain't got to hear nothing from upstairs, man. That's hey, fair. hey, I smacked everybody. And I, I couldn't smack you. I wanted, <laughs> like, I wanted to smack you as soon as you got I was like, hey, man, take the field. Whack. <laughs> oh, man, we couldn't do that. See, I'm like, I come on, hey, don't go to real metal. 
Don't go to I've Romero. Seen, I've seen petitions for the pie campaign to come back. I, exactly. It was fun. It was easy. It tasted good. It was it was everybody's <laughs> favorite, but I hit a couple of people too hard. Broke uh, slash Pierce's nose. Oh, gee. Uh, oh, yeah, I got oh. Trumbo real good. He wasn't too happy. CD wasn't too happy after after too many. I didn't give a damn. He had much less time. Rules are rules. So, oh, uh, yeah. Damn. Yeah, I didn't care if you had more money. It was a little too hard on him. Dang. It was a rule. It wasn't about money. It was a rule. Okay? <laughs> it was rules, man. My pie man even this day. You care if you had 500? We, we got the clubhouse rules mixed up in there. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, Cedric, I wanted to ask you about the decision to abandon switch hitting. It's something a lot of people can't even do, you know, reaching professional baseball. You decided to go from one side of the plate. How do you feel that, like that's worked out for you uh, offensively and long term? I mean, you know, you're going to be negotiating a contract. I don't know if that helps your negotiating position in terms of saying, hey, I can bat from either side of the plate or you just decided to stay on the left. Yeah, it, it just got to the point where, you know, the negotiating the the, I guess the uh, positives of hitting from both sides of the plate. It only matters if I was putting up numbers from both sides of the plate. It it wasn't happening. I was struggling from the right side, you know, basically my whole career. But it helped get me to this point. Uh, but at that point, it was a matter of making, you know, a decision to to keep me in the bigs, and that was the biggest one. And you know, me making adjustments here and there. Uh, first year was really strong left on left. Second year, pitchers made adjustments. Third year is me to come back in and make make more adjustments and have another successful year with it. I love that. You know what I mean? Because the big leagues, it, it's it's not about how. I mean, no, no, sorry. It's not about why. It's about how. You understand the big leagues. You got you got called up. Yeah, I mean, you have some minor league years that were just amazing. Get called up. Get sent down. Get off the roster, call back up, all star, 30 30, 30 for 30. And it's, it's like it, it's revamped. You're not, you're, not just a, you're not just a player. You're one of the top center fielders in the game. Obviously, there's some the trout. That's pretty much yeah. the, only, the only guy yeah. I really got ahead of you at this point, to be honest with you. you know, Mookie. <laughs> Mookie's a right fielder, buddy. Won't you, sorry, watch, all right, won't, sorry. won't you pay attention to working yeah. play positions, man? You're rude, man. You're going to disrespect my brother on this. Uh, sorry about that. He plays, and he's You're number two. Mookie's, You're Mookie's number two. Go back. Although I have you ahead of Trout. I got you ahead go of Trout. Mookie's trying to go back to the I, infield. He don't even want to run no more. You know what I'm saying? But just like the, the – That man, a beast. A beast. Yeah, beast. But just like the trials and tribulations, man. You've been through it. And, yep. like, you're right. able to tell – and, like – and you've seen it. You have, you've been through it, but the last couple of years with the Orioles team, and especially even last year, mm-hmm. it was still a bunch of guys, Chirinos, Odor, and mm-hmm. those guys I grew up with. I mean, especially Chirinos. I came up with them. It's like mm-hmm. guys who've really, really been through it and, like, able to pass down that information, not just to you, to other catchers, but you're able to pass that down to other outfielders who are getting a chance. Like, you claimed yep. off of waivers. Hey, you might be here for today. You might be here for three weeks. It all depends on how you approach this. Mm-hmm. And like, are you t- are you like you know, pep talking some guys like, hey, even if they're older, just like, hey, I don't know. I'm just kind of hard to really, you know. Yeah, I I feel like I'm in such a middle stage that um, sometimes it is interesting with those conversations. I mean, in terms of outfield, I might be 
the oldest, or that might be the oldest. Uh, I know a couple of guys. I don't know how old Mazzara is. Uh, just got him. But past that, yeah. So, you know, for, for guys that are, you know, trying to make those adjustments, trying to figure out what it takes to, to be a big leaguer, I'm just like, hey, you doing your thing. You being your own player is the first step to that. But then just to know it's a matter of knowing what adjustments you need to make past what you do. And it's like, okay, what can I address? And that's 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 for each offseason. It's like, what can I address to make myself just a little bit better going into the next season, but also keeping, you know, what what got me here. Exactly. And this this is this is important to ask this because not many opportunities arise where you get a coaching staff where you're about to see. You're about to have some great coaches, but but obviously most notably Ken Griffey Jr. Swingman, Air, Vip there, all these different names. He, I mean, it, 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 damn. <laughs> he's the, although he's the hidden coach, you know what I mean? I, I, I petitioned to be the outfield coach and the youth yeah. coach and, the, you know, all this. No, but, uh, like, you get to be around Griffey for three three weeks, intimately. Yeah. Like, like we were, it's, again, it's intimate. It's, like, it's going to be spring training with Team USA. Like, it's going to yeah. be the same exact thing, exactly what you're doing now. It's going to be the same thing, same old, same structure. Mm-hmm. But you're going to have, obviously, Team USA and this is big, it's some big, important games. And you're going to be around this amazing team of just the game's best players. I've yeah. done it twice. How how you, how you, how you, how you going into this? Are you ready? Because it's hard. You know, going forward, because I did 13 mm-hmm. and 17. 13 was different because I'm like, I'm young. I can do this. I'm like, well, well damn. I ain't no playing nine innings was, was this hard. <laughs> Especially in, in March. I ain't played nine innings in March for a long time. I just yeah. bougie. I don't care what you say. But it's like, how, are you ready? Are you ready physically? Are you ready mentally to uh, to dawn Team USA's colors against uh, the world's best competition? Yeah, I'm 100% ready mentally. Um you know, physically, I think I've been focused on just trying to trying to rev up uh, my legs. All right, Cedric, I got a question for you. And I haven't asked Adam this, but center fielder <laughs> to center fielder, because you may not know this, but we had two people hurt uh, in Little League, and they asked me to play oh. center field for two innings. So I got to ask you, as a former center fielder, you being a current one at a much higher level, the, the avoidance of the collision. I, I said to Adam, mm-hmm. I've seen it be dangerously close between whether you and Austin, you and Anthony, you and someone else out there, you have control, you have the final say, how much has that worked on during spring training? And then again, maybe a refresher course during the regular season, because to me, it appears more prevalent than it has in the past. Yeah. um, You know, it's huge to be able to have played with those guys, even in the minors, Little athleticism kicks in, and I can I can cut out the way or whatever the case. But we've avoided, you know. Uh, I don't even have to knock on wood on this because we just do really well with it. I, I I was fortunate enough to play with with you know three potential center fielders: Marquez and McLeod for Diaz. Mm-hmm. Like these are three center fielders who are yeah. just you know a center fielder. You're a ball. You you you're a ball hawk. That's what you. That's oh yeah. That's oh, the yeah. job. Just to catch the ball from everybody else because. If you're in center, you probably got a little bit better hands than other people. But I mean, I had a guy with better hands than right, so I was fortunate that some bitch was good. Man, I, was, <laughs> I still miss playing with him, man. It's been ten, it's been, it's been 10, ten, ten years. I miss playing with that man. Uh, but it, it's like you know, I always said with them dudes, and I always had meetings in spring training. Meet Kirby, and we just had meetings that look at it. 
you don't need like the, the corner outfielders don't say nothing. Don't say nothing. It's like you don't need to say nothing because I ain't gonna say nothing if I'm gonna catch the ball. And if the ball's hit directly to you or somewhere you're gonna go as a, as a corner outfielder, just go get it. And even yeah. with the crowd noise, you still you can hear on the field. And you know, a couple I got it, I got it, and all you know, depending on the the, the language you use. You know the communication I use. I cussed a lot when I was in outfield. These guys like, man, get your ass out the way. What are you doing? What are you talking about? Move. You know what I mean? I was, that was oh, yeah. me in outfield. Like, move. What are you doing? Yeah. But I didn't have to do once. Once Marquez and Diaz and, and McLeod left, I had Trumbo and and uh, and Mancini. They didn't want to catch the ball. <laughs> no, 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 they were like. Oh, 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 no, you, oh, dang. you get it. And they, that's why you, you look at their highlights. When, my last year with them, they diving for stuff that they didn't have no need to dive for. Flat foot diving. Like, you know what I mean? So it's like you, you just have to – it's the communication. It's understand. Hayes is a center fielder by trade. That means – and he's an aggressive human being. He wants the ball. So you got to tame him, especially yeah. when you're in center. But when he's in center, let him be who he is. But when he's in the corner, hey, bruh, I get it. Yeah. But – that's and like you said, like we know, I know he's got a cannon for an arm. So I'm like, hey, mm-hmm. if you have that angle, I don't even. We we know pre pitch. Like, exactly. Hey, you got this yes. angle, you you take it. All like, those things. Don't get this people, don't, people don't pay attention to those type of things. That like, oh, why did that out? Why did this outfitter throw that ball in this situation? Mm-hmm. Because he had an angle. He might have a better arm. Like it's just all different things that that you know. The, I I I gave other throws to other guys. I took other throws from a lot of my left fielders. Majority of <laughs> Ooh, I took a lot of day throws that I shouldn't have, but I'm like, hey, you ain't gonna do nothing with it. But you have to do that. But that's communication. That, but it, it, it the foundation that is right now, though. The foundation oh, yeah. is not. Oh, we did this during batting practice. No, 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 no. We did this mm-hmm. in the drills out there at nine o'clock in the morning, nine thirty, yep. talking to each other. Like, look, this is how we're gonna communicate. These are our cadences. This is how we're gonna talk. And when you hear this, even and even with the Latin guys, the Latin guys, and yep. especially younger guys, that English is not as great. Mm-hmm. Hey, we we speak enough Spanish to where we can communicate oh, yeah. everywhere. You know oh, what yeah. I'm saying? So uh, the communication. That's why I say when when people run into each other, it's usually two really aggressive center fielders that are ones that matched up. Yeah, and this, a yeah. center fielder with two DHs. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Seth. Appreciate your time. We know you got an early morning rise. That's the way it works oh, in yeah. spring training. So yes, appreciate you taking the time again. And uh, we'll see you in a few months. That sounds good. All right. Thank Hi, you. Appreciate see it. You. All right. There he goes. Orioles center fielder Cedric Mullins. And Adam, I mean, the 30-30 year obviously raised oh. his profile. But you have watched this kid evolve since day one. Day one. I mean, I heard about him when he was getting drafted. They were like, yeah, this kid out of small college, and he knows what he knows he's doing. I'm like, man, okay. I see him. I see him. Show me some video. The show is big about video. And uh, I've seen a lot of video of him. And, you know, when he came to spring training, I told Showalter, bring him around spring training. And that was Showalter's biggest, I think one of his best attributes is putting the people that he knows are going to be in this situation around people who've already been in this situation. I don't know if it makes sense, but it makes sense. It makes no, because, it does. Yeah, because and that's what it, that's Italian evaluator also. And that that's gives me of, an idea. We should have Buck on the podcast, and we yeah, could just ask great. him ourselves, right? That'd be great. But he's, a, he's right. just such a Italian evaluator, and 
you know, hey, said been through some trials and tribulations, but the last couple of years, he took the bull by the horns and said, look it. <laughs> yep. Yep. USA, USA and go O's. <laughs> All right. More on the podcast to come. But first, we want to mention our dedicated, loyal sponsors, BMW of Towson, home of the best service department in all of Baltimore, BMW of Towson. They're easily located just off York Road. Exit 26A off I-695. I speak from firsthand experience. They have the best service department around, very customer friendly. And that waiting room, man, all the beverages they have in there. Mm, first class. the waiting room. Yeah, I love the waiting room. <laughs> Be more around town. I don't like every waiting room, especially the doctors, but the one at... BMW of Towson, first class. BMW of Towson, along with Be More Around Town, also first class. Their opening day orange tailgate is approaching. It's coming up Thursday, April the 6th. Last year, over 2,000 fans attended. It's all inclusive. BeMoreAroundTown.com is the place to check it out. It will sell out. And did I mention open bar? Also, the good folks over at the Weinman Company, who are simply the best, by G Leaf Medical Cannabis. Visit gleaf.com for free home delivery for qualified Maryland patients only. And the banner offering six months of unlimited digital access for just a buck. Visit thebaltimorebanner.com slash AJ to get started again. That website, thebaltimorebanner.com slash AJ. Six months unlimited digital access for just a buck. All right, let's get in the rocket ship or for you, the private jet and travel beyond Baltimore. And uh, we got a lot to talk about in terms of stadium name changes and arena name changes. But you had something you wanted to add about our fine sponsors. Yeah, by the way, I'm going to meet with uh, BMO Around Town down in Florida in Sarasota specifically. Uh, I'm not going to tell you exactly win because you are as nosy but uh i am and also i'm trying to meet with the with the Wyman's with mr dennis Weinman, but his schedule is busier than mine so hey it might not work out but the call is out therefore the love is out so hey sponsors just know when i'm in your presence i might pop up and he may be in baltimore at some point this summer we're not going to mention when where or how but he may be we'll just leave it at that uh i did want to move on beyond baltimore and you and I have been discussing for a while, kind of off the air, all these stadium and arena name changes. You know, when we were growing up, me a lot longer before you, uh, man, I was I was in high school when you were born, I just realized. But when I was growing up, it was Atlanta Fulton County Stadium in Atlanta. And for you, I presume it was Jack Murphy Stadium in San Diego. They had no corporate names attached to them. I don't think anyone did at that point. But then it caught on. I don't know who was the first. But the proliferation of this has gotten so out of control, it's hard to remember what the original name of the place was, whether it be Enron or something like that before that. Uh, the good thing, you know, with, go around Enron. here, the good thing around here, I mean, forget PSI Net Stadium because no one remembers that PissNet Stadium. It's now M&T Bank. I just call it Raven Stadium. But God bless the Angelosas in Camden Yards. Oriole Park at Camden Yards Memorial Stadium. Never had a corporate name attached to it. And for that, I say much respect, Adam. Well, Oriole Park Academy Yards is the oldest new stadium. You know what I mean? So I think just that's why they've, they've maintained that. It's, it's, they maintained it. They're, they're the, I mean, with that, with that said, they're the, they're like pre uh, everybody else in terms of the, the marketing, simple marketing. 
Um, I mean, I remember when, when you said Fulton County Stadium, what came? Turner. Turner's a brand. Mm-hmm. What came after that? Truist. Banks. There was Coca-Cola Field and all that, too. M&T Bank. I grew up at Jack Murphy Stadium. They went to Qualcomm Stadium at Jack Murphy Field. You see, we were talking about Jack Murphy was a, yep. uh, a media Former guy. sports writer. Yep. Sport. Yeah. You get a stadium name after you? You're a sports writer? Damn. I know. I mean, damn. You think that would happen these days? Hell no. Skip no Bayless Field? Oh, goodness. That place would be just <laughs> littered. Litter. But, like, when I've seen Qualcomm come in, what Qualcomm did was they added the technology to the stadium. They added a new scoreboard. They added more They added more things. They added more money. They added more interest. Um, that's basically what it is these days. It's more money. It's more money. Duh. I mean, well, there's the still holdouts. But look at the evaluation of look at the evaluation of every franchise purchased when they were purchased to now. The Orioles were purchased at 173 in 1992, 1992, mm-hmm. Because yep. my fam, my wife's family missed out by a few million. I'm like, mm-hmm. a few million at that price. You missed out on a few million. You snap your shit out of yourself. Okay. You missed out on a few million at that price. Come on, man. But just for you to be in the ballpark, and you know, I mean, it is just tremendous. But look at the valuation. These they're making hand over fist once they sell. Again, when you keep the money into a business, people always think that you know that they have all this money right now. Well, they might might, but it's not all in cash. It's in the business. Um, but it's about money. Um, you got. I, I I came to Jacobs Field when I first got to the big leagues. I remember Jacobs Field. Yeah. I still call it the Jake. I still, I still to this day call it the Jake. It's progressive. I get it. Flow and all them damn commercials. I yeah. get it. Flow. You know what I mean? But I don't care about all that. I, it's the Jake. You know, but then you got Petco now and you got, you know, it's marketing. It's business. But there are holdouts. There are holdouts. And, and some of the teams that I'm going to mention are making buku cash because they have other deals like the Yankees and Yankee Stadium. Fenway come on, Park, come on, Wrigley Field, come on, Lambeau Stadium. Field in the NFL, Stadium, Arrowhead Stadium. Yankee Stadium. You said Wrigley? Wrigley's a Wrigley's a, a chewing gum that lasts forever. I thought it was named got, after a guy. Got, I don't know if he invented sure the chewing gum or not. You got Fenway. Fenway can't change. Are you kidding me? Like Wrigley, Fenway, they can't change. Lambeau can't change. You, you, Curly, Curly Lambeau. Adding a Curly corporate Lambeau, name, slapping a logo. From Curly Lambeau. That's why, they, that's why they're a public traded company. You, the, the Packers are publicly traded. Go buy yourself some stock. My brother, my brother bought himself some stock. He's a damn Packers fan. I don't know. No, yeah. it's not. It might be if they once they trade Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> we'll see about that. <laughs> it's in Cincinnati, though. I mean, Mike Brown, who is one of the cheapest owners in all of pro sports, it was called Paul Brown Stadium, yeah. and now they have sold it to like I think a company called Acor. I mean, I mean he sold out his dad. It's, hey, he didn't sell out his dad. His dad would have sold out his ass too. His dad would have sold out himself. No, no one money. wanted to put a name on that stadium. His dad would have <laughs> sold out himself for all that money. Look at well, I get naming things. You can you can have a statue, but when it comes to generational, not even generational. Jimmy, you, it is generational, I guess. Decade generational. Jeez, yeah, no, you it, do it. You do it, it. It's, it because you can. Because look, at, you don't have to use your own money to improve your stadiums. You don't have to use your own personal money to make the experience better for the fans. But, so that makes so much sense. But what, the legacy of the name? Now, no, 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 That'd be bad. No, That'd be bad. I'm just I saying. I can't imagine that being, I don't even know what it is. Like, 
Atlas Group Bank, Atlas Group Stadium, because they're the biggest food bank. <laughs> you better you better not get in bed with the wrong partner, like Crypto.com, like FTX, right. like right. Enron. True. true, true, very true. You but better they got do their some money. betting of they these got their people. Money. They got their money. But, you know, the, yeah, the Heat, the Lakers, they had to, uh, the Astros, they had to go, they're, they're, the Heat are going to have to find another sponsor. The Astros did in Minute Maid. Um, and are they still Minute Maid? I don't think so anymore. I don't know. Should I, be called something else. But that's I don't what I'm know saying. So it's like, call it Cheaters Ballpark. No, nah, that's you name in every ballpark in the, in the league then, brother. So, <laughs> I uh, mean, even yeah. the New York Giants, the football Giants have sold out to MetLife Stadium along the, with so, the Jets. So the Giants sold out, not the Jets, huh? You're going to exclude one team to the biggest no, 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 they both insurance did. They both company get, they both in get money. New York. The biggest insurance company. You're going to say, oh, the, it's insurance. It's an insurance company. I got MetLife insurance. Okay, MetLife. Okay. They got it for the Jets and the Giants, but so the Boston what? Garden. It's muddy. The TD, Boston Garden TD is called Maritrade. the Fleet Center. Oh, no. It's the Boston it Garden. Fleet Center. It used to be the Garden. Then it used to be the Fleet. I remember, those are great names. Now it's, what, TD? Yeah, TD yeah. Garden TD or Maritrade. Yeah, TD right. Maritrade. Big money, buddy. Big money. And, so, and sorry, you, Jerry, no, it's see, Cowboys Stadium, not, see, not AT&T, see, whatever. Have you, seen, have you seen in Boston what they've done around the stadium? It is amazing. They've, they've invested money into the bars, the infrastructure, made just things safer and better. Jerry World, that's what that's what it's really known as. AT&T Stadium, who cares? But if you've seen the surroundings around what they've done, Atlanta, what they've done, like these baseball stadiums and football stadiums are not just um, stadiums anymore. They're they're like multifunctional, like weekend. It's like Walt Disney World, honestly. Destination when you go to, when, spots. When you, yeah. go to, when you go to Atlanta, it's Walt Disney World. You have a hotel. You have three hotels, probably more. You have bowling alleys, movie theaters, 10 to 15 food places, a beautiful stadium, a huge uh, just yard for kids and, and adults to run around, have drinks and just frolic. I like that word. With, with with one another and it's a great place to just even if you're not going to attending the actual game you can have you can watch the game you, 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 you can do so many things and that's the that that's the blueprint teams are taking or the organizations are taking because why am I gonna uh, like Philly three massive stadiums you know how far it is to get to a damn bar you got to go back downtown I was going to say there's nowhere near, but exactly. the interstate's nearby, so that's convenient. But you still have to go back downtown. Yeah, There's one place that they have that's right by the stadium, but it's like 10,000 cars, even more than that, right? It's like you need you need just a place to look at. Do all this in one spot and take your ass to bed. Walk we could home. do stadium Walk. talk for a whole Walk. podcast. I you know can complain saying? about how far, how far away the airport <laughs> from the stadium <laughs> is in <laughs> Kansas City. Uh, we could go on Ooh. and on, but... That's right. Tighten your seatbelts, folks, because Adam Jones is about to rant about fake memorabilia out there. It caught your eye online, and you went off. And now you can hey, go man. off here. Hey, man, look at look at look at. I understand that athletes are and celebrities, if you want to put that in that realm, are of people that have importance, and you think that them signing this is going to validate you and make you better and doing this all this stuff. So it won't. It's cool. And I think it's a fantastic hobby. I think it's, it, it is a job for a lot of people. It is a an enterprise. It's a billion-dollar industry. I get that. When you get some rare stuff, 
It's fantastic. Obviously, baseball players right now, Mike Trout, Shohei Otani, Aaron Judge are going for the top prices because these are Manny Machado into that ballpark also because these are people that have potential to be in Hall of Fame. Clayton Kershaw last year, Verlander, plenty of people. But there's too many people out there selling some bull. Okay? (laughs) You can't sell bull. You can't sell fake game news. You can't sell fake autographs. You can't sell something that is false. Again, as an athlete who signed so many things and been violated so many times by the fans and the autograph people, because at the end of the day, they don't give one ass crack about me, the athlete. They care about me signing it. They say, one more, one more. I'm sorry. They don't give a damn about the athlete, okay? Stop selling fake stuff because, it, 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 first off, you're damaging your reputation. You're, you're pissing off the person who might want to come at you with some, some hands uh, when, when they're out of money. People don't like getting screwed out of money. So as my, the memorabilia people out there, and I got some good friends in the memorabilia business, please just be authentic, man. I get it. You want to make the next buck. You want to make the next buck. You got bills. I get it. I get it. I respect it. I respect the hustle. I respect you sending stuff to Florida, Arizona, flying out all these places, sending out hotels. I don't respect that one damn bit. You sick bastards. Stay away from them damn hotels. I hate that. I always hated that. Players hate that. But just be authentic, man. Because if you're authentic and you just tell us, hey, look at man, I got a collection. I, I you know, be authentic with us. We love that. If you say this is a one-on-one, this is for my kid, we love that. Just be authentic. I mean, that's what it's about. That's cool. That's what sports is about. You know what I mean? That's what it's about. I love the interaction, and you love to interact, and so do we with our fans. And that brings us to our socially speaking segment where we answer a tweet or social media post or even an email, and we're going to have a big prize giveaway coming up, so stay tuned. It's all courtesy of the Iron Rooster which is offering a $100 gift card to our social media winner this week. And there will be more to come from the folks at the Iron Rooster, Cock-a-Doodle-Doo, home of legendary hospitality and breakfast all day. It's delicious. They have locations in Annapolis, Canton, Hunt Valley, and McHenry Row. And thanks to Kyle and the folks at the Iron Rooster for the $100 gift card. Now, we're on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Excuse me? I got a big-ass Pop-Tart. They sure do. Yeah. Delicious. When you come to town, we'll have to hit one of them. Yeah. We're on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at Adam Jones Pod or email at the Adam Jones Pod. The Adam Jones Pod at gmail.com is where you can find us. This week we received via Instagram. Uh, her name is Jennifer Harshman. And she wrote Jennifer Harshman Fultz. Want to get everything in there, including the maiden name and the married name on Instagram. Quote, one of my faves, always love Jonesy and the grit, swag, and authentic perspective he brings to everything. Thank you for putting a great podcast out there. Looking forward to more in the future. She didn't rate the podcast, though. I'm sorry about that, Jennifer. So that doesn't make you qualified for our giveaway, even though you did all that work. And the easiest part was the five stars. Yeah. All you had to do was just rate us five stars and send us the evidence And that's what Guy Green Jr. did. As you can see, if you're watching via YouTube, Guy Green Jr., it says, Rabbit Baseball fan, game use bat collector is one of his hobbies. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> make sure you get the real one, guy. But what you're, um, what you're getting is a real gift yeah. card from the Iron Rooster. You gave us five stars, wrote it. It's fun to listen to and informative when talking about the podcast. Give it a listen. So there you go, guy. What a guy. Adam, real quickly, what do you have planned as the World Baseball Classic approaches and spring training's underway? Well, I have a job with baseball assistance team bad, so I'll be in Florida trying to beg people for money to donate to a charity that some people might need to use in the future. Uh, you never know how careers end up. Uh, some end up great, like Machado. Some end up like others. So, you know, I'll be in Florida touring a little bit, and then uh, I'll be back in Florida a little bit for the WBC, the semifinals and the finals. So it'll be one episode that's going to be cool down here again in Florida, and hopefully we can get, like, a superstar that's, like, I don't even know who we, who we would plan at this point. But it's going to be fun. It's going to be fun. It's going to be – the WBC is going to be – it's exciting. I think the spring train's exciting. The Orioles spring train's exciting. Hopefully they can get more on TV because I'll just be seeing these tweets from Rock and, and Dan, and I don't want to see the damn tweets. I want to see some of my video evidence, not from the cell phone footage. You know what I mean? You got all these yeah, – Yeah, yeah not many games on TV. We can talk about that with the big yeah, boss of the Orioles. Talk, we got to talk about that with the big boss. Let's try to get yeah. the big boss locked in. Uh, I'm going to have um, dinner with the big boss soon, so let's see what uh, what I can Ooh. what I can do. All right, there you got an exclusive there. Before we go, thanks to our loyal and dedicated sponsors, and a few more great ones are coming our way, so we're happy to say that. Uh, BMW of Towson, home of the best service department in all of Baltimore. BMW of Towson, easily located just off York Road and exit 26A off I-695. By Be More Around Town, bemorearoundtown.com, their opening day orange tailgate coming up. On Thursday, April the 6th, over 2,000 attended last year. Head to BeMoreRoundTown.com, open bar, live band, a lot of partying before the Orioles go out and win on their opening day festivities, uh, which should be exciting and hopefully good weather. Also, the good folks at the Wyman Company are simply the best. Thanks to Dennis. Hopefully, Adam can catch up with you guys. Also, G-Leaf Medical Cannabis Company. Visit GLeaf.com. They offer free Delivery medical cannabis for qualified patients only in Maryland. And the banner offering six months unlimited digital access for just a buck. Head to thebaltimorebanner.com slash AJ to get started. Thanks to senior executive producer Chip Franklin for putting this episode together. The man goes above and beyond. I'm not going to make a Zoom joke this week, uh, at least around him. Go out and subscribe to the banner. Reach us on social media. Be kind, be aware, be real, and be back next week. Por favor.